Hey folks, Jim Thomas here, Fitness Management and Consulting, and welcome back to our channel today. appreciate you being here. And as always, welcome back to all of our subscribers. Uh, subscribers, very much appreciate you being here today. And if you're new to the channel, if you're finding us for that very first time, you know, welcome as well. Uh, please subscribe. Uh, please hit the like button. Uh, consider becoming a member. And to learn more about me and my company and how we can help take your business to that next level, you know, please check out the links below. Now, with that said, our topic for you today, it's five reasons members will leave your gym. Five reasons members will leave your gym. And, you know, one of the biggest problems, you know, the fitness industry has is the issue of attrition. And, you know, clubs that I talk to, I mean, they're losing anywhere between three, four, five, six percent per month of their member base. You know, think about it. If you're losing 6% a month, you're losing nearly three quarters of your member base every year. If you're losing 4%, you're losing nearly half your members every year. These are common numbers. And this puts enormous pressure, you know, on sales and marketing, okay, to get new members in. And so the better job we can do of understanding why people leave and the better job we can do to help mitigate that, you know, the better off you're going to be. And you can research here on the channel. We have several other videos on how to maintain a good retention, how to combat attrition, some things you can do and things that cause it. But I want to give you five reasons right now of why people leave. All right. So number one, the gym does not meet their expectation. The gym does not meet their expectation. Now, the first thing I would think about on this is when a customer comes in, what do we do? Hopefully, we find out what their goals are and why those goals are important. That's the problem they want solved. In many ways, that's the expectation, okay? Unless we're talking things like, you know, cleanliness and things like that, friendliness. But, you know, in this particular case, you know, are we satisfying that person's need for a solution. Are we, are we solving their problem for them? Okay. The gym does not meet their expectation. Okay. Could be it's not friendly. You know, no one ever says hi to them. Could be they don't think it's clean. Okay. Could be that's not quite as convenient as they thought. Could be they're not getting the results that they thought they were going to get. Okay. And one of the things that I would suggest is we want to make sure, and this is, this is, you'll hear this in all these we talk about, but one of the great rules is we want to over communicate with our members, over communicate. Okay. I'd rather over communicate than not communicate enough, you know, do surveys, you know, make sure we know, you know, our members, are they satisfied? Are we meeting their expectations? Cause if we're not, we're going to lose them. And now you got to generate not only, you know, one to replace them, but one more to have growth. Okay. Let's keep them. Let's keep our members. Okay. Let's make sure we're meeting their expectations. You know, too often it happens. We get folks signed up and off they go. Okay. You know, make sure we have processes in place. And again, you can, you can search this channel for some of that. Uh, number two, we're not engaging enough. We're not engaging enough. And again, this is a club, you know, what, we're, what we want is a sense of community. Okay. You know, we greet people, we shake their hand. Hey, it's good to see you. We use their name. We know about their family. We know what they like to do, what they did over the weekend. You know, we talk to them, we're engaging, we're involved with these folks. If all it is, is a customer coming in to lease space. Yeah. I'm paying X dollars a month. I'm coming in, I'm leasing space. I'm working on, I'm leaving. 
you know, unless it's a real hardcore workout person, uh, that person's probably not going to stay with you very long. We need to be engaging. We need to create, you know, that sense of community. Uh, number three, we're not showing value. You know, for folks that do a really good job of sales, I mean, this is one of the things they do a great job of is they show value. Okay, they show the customer, here's how we can solve your problem. Here, here's how we can provide solutions for you at a host of different levels. And what happens too often is once we get them in, we quit working on that. Okay, we kind of leave it up just to, hey, here's the building. Here's the facility. Here's the classes. Okay, make sure we're writing out, you know, what is our plan to show that value? You know, how are we going to do that? How are we going to nurture these folks, maintain interest, maintain desire? Because, you know, all your members, they have life going on outside the gym. We need to make sure we're staying at the forefront of this. Okay. And actually, it's one of the reasons that marketing is so important. You know, too often, you know, when we think of marketing, we think about, well, we want to drive new traffic. We need new customers. But the other benefit of marketing is we're constantly getting our message out there for everyone to see, including our members. And they need to see it. Uh, number four, your competitors are better than you. Okay, you can lose them for that. There's a few things on, on the competition issue. Number one is, you know, one of the hallmarks of great gyms that have long-term success is that they stay as new today as they were the day they first opened. Okay, they, they never get that rundown look to them. They all, they're new and they're fresh. Okay, keeps people wanting to come back. It keeps people wanting to stay. The other thing I would talk about in terms of, you know, competitors are better than you. It's why people leave. Hey, make sure that we know what our competitors are doing. You know, what are they not doing that we can do? What do we do better? Because what we want to be able to do, this whole issue of competition, ultimately what we're looking for there is differentiation. You know, what makes us different? What do we do better than anybody else? And what can we bring to the market that nobody else is doing? Start answering some of those questions. And now there is no competition that's better than you because true differentiation, you know, eliminates that. Then we have to make sure we market it and people know about it, right? Okay, including your members. Okay. Um, number five, you offer poor customer service. You know, poor customer service. And customer service, I mean, do we remember their birthday? Do we celebrate the birthday? Do we celebrate their anniversary date? You know, do we celebrate uh, member success stories? Um, if they become inactive, are they getting a series of follow-up calls from us, not just emails and texts? Are they getting follow-up calls from us? Okay. Are we creating, you know, a, a special brand, a place where they want to be? Because what we want to do in giving uh, good customer service, we want to give what I call super service. Okay. We want to give that good faith effort. You know, customer comes in, they say, yeah, my spouse got me signed up yesterday. I'm here to work out. I just need to know where the locker room is. Oh, yeah, just go right down here and you'll find it. Or, hang on one second, let me show you. You know, give great customer service. Give super service. Now, I want to finish this up with one thing that I see an awful lot of, maybe well into the 90 percentile on this. We're talking about, you know, customer service and, and all these the great things we can do to have value and being engaging and meeting expectations. And, you know, and I start talking about, hey, we want to over-communicate with our customers. And always, you know, member, uh, and a gym owner, operator will say, well, Jim, we can't really call back everybody. 
We've got people that have been members with us for six months to a year or longer that we've not talked to at all, and we're afraid if we contact them, they're going to want to cancel. Well, you're probably right. They probably will. But we need to get out of that situation. And better yet, let's don't get into that situation. You know, any business model that puts you in a situation where you're hesitant to call your customer because you're afraid they'll cancel, it's not going to be the business model that you want. Let's start off right by over-communicating. Let's stick with it. Let's have a plan. You can research the channel here on numerous videos on this topic of, of how to get this done and how to do it properly. Because once we get our members, we want to keep them. And we want to have strategies to do that. So folks, take a look at this. This is a this is like 1 and 1A. One, one is new sales. 1A is uh, you know keeping what you have and may, maybe even reverse them depending on where you're at. All right. So folks, my name is Jim Thomas. My company's fitness management and consulting. Appreciate you being here at the channel today. If you've not yet done so, please hit the subscribe button. Please like us. Please uh, you know check out the uh, the join button to see about becoming a member. And then to learn more about me and my company and how we can help take your business to that next level, you know check out those links below. And we we'll look forward to seeing y'all in that next video.